prayer. It's our hotline to God, and His line is never busy. He's always looking for our call. Welcome back as we continue our look at this book of James written by the half-brother of Jesus, a very practical book that tells us how to live the Christian life. Some have referred to it as the Proverbs of the New Testament, just really straightforward. And today he comes to the climax of his letter by exhorting us to pray, to pray for one another. Let's read those verses and, and we'll pray and then talk about them. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain, and for three years and six months it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again, and heaven gave rain, and the earth bore its fruit. My brothers, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering way will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. May God bless this reading and our perceiving and applying of his holy word. May we be transformed forever through Christ our Lord. Amen. This part of James is, is usually thought of as being about praying for the healing of the sick. I don't think that's really his main point here. I think really what he's pointing us to is the need, first of all, to look to God in prayer, to know that God is God, and to know that he never changes and he will always hear our prayer through Christ Jesus and that the prayer itself is a healing in this sense. It is a healing in the sense that ultimately we are trusting God and not ourselves. Ultimately, we are trusting God and not uh, human means. Doctors are wonderful. Medicine is wonderful. Nurses and all the people in the medical field do a great job not taking anything away from them, we must always remember that God alone is our healing. God alone is our help. God alone is our hope and our joy. Our fullness of life is found only in God through Christ Jesus. So when we pray, here's what we're saying. God, I trust you. God, I love you. God, I want to obey you. And you have told me over and over to pray, to pray without ceasing. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says, 
Rejoice in the Lord always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for each of us. So that's what he's calling us to. So let us see this above everything else as a prayer call to trusting God, to knowing that he is God, to knowing that he is the answer to all of our questions. And then the second thing is that that he is telling us that the greatest thing we can do for one another is pray. Often people say things like, well, the only thing we can do now is pray. Well, certainly we need to pray now, but we need to pray in all circumstances. We need to know that prayer is not the last line of defense. It's the first line of offense. It is our first step forward in any circumstance to offer prayer to God, to praise God, to thank God, to honor God in all that we do. Now, we're certainly not saying here that we shouldn't call uh, on God in prayer for the sick, but we need to we need to look to God in all circumstances and we need to pray for one another and we need to to be real with one another and be willing to acknowledge when when we're having a hard time. Uh, so if any of us is suffering, let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Let him sing songs of praise. All of both of those and all of prayer is really about honoring God. It's not about getting what we want done agreed to in heaven. It's about getting what God wants done agreed to in our hearts that we would trust God the prayer of faith, the prayer that says, God, I know you are God and whatever is going on, I can trust in you. You're all powerful, all knowing, ever present, never changing, eternal, infinite, gracious, holy, pure in every way and just. And and he says, look, prayer Trusting God has great power, and he gives the example of Elijah who who prayed, and for three and a half years, it didn't rain on the earth, and then he prayed again, and, and heaven gave rain, and the earth bore its fruit. And when we pray to God, then we are bearing fruit. We, we are praying spiritual rain upon ourselves by looking to God and trusting in God. And as James wraps this up, he says, my brothers, this is a term of great endearment. He said, if any one of you wanders from the truth, to wander from the truth, to wander away from God is the greatest illness we can have. There's no greater need in prayer than praying for those who have wandered away. He's not talking about those who have never come near He's talking about people who have been born again, who are brothers and sisters, but they've wandered from the truth. And so our prayer is a prayer of restoration, a prayer of of bringing them back, a prayer of revival, a prayer that this brother or sister can once again move ahead on the path that we're all on uh, to spiritual maturity, to Christ-likeness, which is God's 
call upon our life 